welcome, welcome. Episode two of Gab and Jam. Our topic today um, is bad guys who did not live up to their villainy. And we were just thinking because we like to watch movies and we've noticed that there are some people who have this, um, we're shaking in our boots listening to them describe how terrible they are and then once the character actually emerges or shows himself, he's really, he or she is just really not that, that uh, hard, to, hard to defeat, so yeah. And the first one that we have on our list. Well, let's do a spoiler alert. If okay. you haven't seen these yeah, movies, that's, that's right. If you haven't seen the movies, then I'm sorry to tell you there will be some plot given away with some of the discussions. Right. So, so if you haven't seen these movies, you should turn away now. <laughs> you know, just, just go just ahead and leave now, because I mean, these movies are old enough where you're thinking that you should have seen them. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen them, shame on you. <laughs> go watch them. Okay. However. Um, this, this is, in, in some ways, I, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. Okay. But uh, the first one we're going to start off with is Smog, right? Oh, yeah, Smog. The, the dragon from the first, well, he actually was in the second Hobbit movie. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's when you really see him. He's briefly there in the third movie. Mm -hmm. But um, Smog did a lot of talking. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it was cool that they had the dragon that could talk. Yeah. And, you know, and Smog was very, very talkative and, you know, kind of had this kind of cool voice. But, man, he went down way too way easily. Easily, yes. Way too easily. I mean, my man just hit him with an arrow. He's gone. Oh, yeah. Done. That's not good. How? No. 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 You can't be a bad guy to go down like that. No! That's right. <sighs> the one I was most, we're gonna move on to the next one, to yeah. number two, um, that I was most disappointed with was Darth Vader because I was not a Star Wars person. Yeah, this is a hard one for me. This is, a, this, this is really a hard one. Well, because I actually love the making of Darth Vader. Which one was that? Which one was the making of? So, so the making of of Darth Vader. Well, the whole backstory of Darth Vader was told in the three new prequels. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't really call them new anymore because right. we've had these other Star Wars yeah. movies. But, you know, there were three prequels that came out that were kind of like one, two, and three uh, that took place before the Star Wars movies of the late 70s and early 80s. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, in the prequel movies, we kind of get the making of Darth mm -hmm, Vader. Mm -hmm. Three kind of being a culmination yeah. of Darth Vader coming into his own. Right. So, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So, and I'm thinking, I, I loved it. I like seeing the guy change. I can see his emotional uh, change from good to bad. And so, I was really liking it. And then, I finally went back and watched the original Star Wars movies from the 70s and the early 80s. And I was so disappointed. The people, his underlings were were being disrespectful, talking back to him. He just did not seem like a scary guy. Whereas as the movies went on, they tried to make him more ominous. And I really liked that. But but again, when I went back, I lost all that respect. I'm like, you know, he's just a chump. Because they were just flipping him off. It's, it's, you know, I kind of kind of kind of get where you're coming from there. It's just a dark favorite. It's just my boy. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like my home team right there. He was my boy till I yeah. found out what he would put up with. Yeah, yeah. been um, doing something to those folks. Um, the next one is Voldemort from the Harry Potter movies. So, um, 
once he actually manifests, mm -hmm. uh, he seemed very weak and insecure. Yeah, he really did. No you nose know? meant a lot. <laughs> if the nose is the way you measure a man, then that was not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he seemed, he seemed pretty weak and insecure. Uh, you know, um, seemed like he was a little bit too easy to beat. Yeah. You know, and, and, and at he always seemed like he was whining when he was talking. Yeah. Whereas before yeah. he was the man, the well, who some the one who you cannot be named or whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever yeah, it was yeah. before. Yeah. So, boy actually manifest himself. Yeah. As he, he was, was scarier. Yeah. Whatever. As he was the the threat of right. the Dark Lord right. actually reincarnating seemed to be uh, more than when he actually did reincarnate right. himself. Right. Which, you know, I, I, I get it. That's probably all part of the writing and everything else. And maybe yeah. that was the intention uh, with respect to the Dark Lord mm -hmm. is that, you know, um, he had these weaknesses that mm -hmm. were so kind of profound. So, but sometimes it's like uh, the way that these villains are cast early in the story, mm -hmm. you get this certain sense of invincibility. Right. And then you kind of find out, well, they're quite vincible. Right. They're not living up again to right. their villainy. Right. Um, the next one on the list is Apocalypse and... Oh, jeez. That was so disappointing. From the X-Men movies, um... Uh, the, the, the X-Men Apocalypse movie and they had Apocalypse on there and if you know anything about the comic book if you watch like the cartoon or anything like that Apocalypse is man I mean you know Apocalypse is is the bomb he's just not gonna be easily beaten I mean again he's one of these uh, he's one of these villains that's 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 right there on that brink of invincibility same thing with Galactus you know it, no, you, you just don't, don't take them down right. like that. I mean, Galactus, and I'm kind of going a little bit off topic, the devourer of planets, right. you can't just take him down. Not like no. that, right? No, not like that. Right. And Apocalypse was supposed to happen the same way. He, he just was weak, and yeah, I was very disappointed. Yeah. You know, as, as an X-Men uh, fan, mm -hmm. I was disappointed. And I, I'm not, I can't even say I'm a deep, deep fan, and I got to think that people who are like deep deep fans you had to be disappointed. Yeah. That movie was very disappointing. Okay, now very we're much. moving on to the Devil's Representative, which was the Al Pacino character in Devil's Advocate. Um, his name was John Milton. So, you know, you're thinking he's gonna be a lot deeper and scarier. And what was yeah. your problem with John Milton? Uh, John Milton, to, to be the devil, again, he seemed like he was just, just way too weak and way too dependent, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and maybe there was something kind of going on with that movie where you are kind of casting uh, Keanu Reeves as some mm -hmm. type of reverse Jesus type of character, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where uh, Milton being the devil needed his son in order to fully manifest his power and mm -hmm. glory. So maybe there was something. Um, deeper happening there, and they just didn't pull it off in the movie. Yeah, but at, at, at the end of the day, I was very disappointed in the devil. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you bring the devil to a movie, it, you know, the devil is supposed to really kind of um, have a lot more than what that character had. I mean, he, again, he, he seemed weak, he seemed 
um, seemed to have a lot of talk right. and not much of anything else. Right. I mean, a whole bunch of philosophical babble, right. but absolutely no real power manifested. So Keanu Reeves kills himself, and then all of a sudden it just starts all over yeah. again. It was it was weak. Yeah, it was it. a very very weak movie. For a movie that could have that was promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. And, I mean, this is a pretty old movie. I, I think it came out in what the '90s or yeah. something like that. So yeah. really, we're kind of showing our age, and yeah. so they're probably people who are younger who are watching this saying, and what? wasn't even born when this thing was out. So check so. the comments, look yeah. at the list of movies, maybe something um, when you have some time, you can go back and watch them. Yeah. Um, our daughter, our daughter um, mentioned Rita from the Power Rangers. Again, I'm not familiar with it, but she said Rita gets beat the same way every time, no matter what the villain is. And I guess that's supposed to be, or no, she's the villain. No matter what situation is, she gets beat the same way and like she should learn that you know to, to, to step up her game so we're mentioning that just for people who may be a little younger so maybe you uh, are, are a fan of the Power Rangers and you can connect with that one I have no clue me neither so that's all I can say but she said it was really worth adding so we did the next one is Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man. Now, what was your problem with Electro? I like Jamie Foxx's Electro. Uh, Jamie Foxx didn't do a bad job as Electro. Yeah. I, I guess the character just wasn't developed well to me. Um, you know, and again, I, I thought he kind of went down a, way too easily. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you got a you got a, a villain who can control electricity. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it should pretty be awesome. I yeah. mean, you know, they had to control electricity and just throw it at people. Yeah. And, and, and he and was looking super cool doing yeah. it. So, and yeah. brandish it as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, if, no, I, yeah. it, you know, just really, really kind of, yeah, they didn't do a good job with that. I mean, I, I, I like the Spider-Man reboot. Yeah. And I so maybe so. it's going to get a lot better. I mean, I, I think the Amazing Spider-Man series, I think they did two movies. They did the one with Electro and the one before that they had uh, the Lizard oh, in it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, they just weren't very good movies mm -hmm. to me. I mean, they, they weren't the best. Uh, the new Spider-Man movie, though, I, I thought was really good. You know, it had a... Um, a twist to it. Yeah, yeah. A nice little twist to yeah. it. You know, a nice blend of the funny yeah. along with the superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, kind of brought back for me, you know, what I grew up with um, looking at the Spider-Man cartoon and also reading Spider-Man comic books, you know. So they did a good, good job of kind of capturing that old Spider-Man feel. So um, that's that's a good one. The new one is, is, is a good one. Okay, on the flip side, we want to spend just a little bit of time talking about the bad guys who lived up to their villainous billing. Yes. And yes. there were uh, quite a few on this list, and we'll run right through them. The first one is Burble, played by Kevin Spacey in The Usual Suspects. And I don't want to give too much away, but just that... Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If you haven't seen that awesome, yeah. awesome movie, yeah. you don't see it coming. Actually, that was always, that was the one line in Devil's Advocate that Milton was telling uh, Keanu Reeves, hey, you know, they always see you coming, never let them see you coming. He didn't quite personify that yeah. in the way that Verbal did. Yeah. That's Verbal all I can say. Yeah. Verbal personified that to the hilt. Yeah, he did. Awesome movie. Uh, number two is Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Bam. Which, again, that has a plot twist, so if you haven't seen it, you probably want to stop the stop w watching right now and see it before you continue on but he really personified what a villain is supposed to do and and he went beyond 
Yeah. Yeah, Tyler's it. I mean, this is kind of an old yeah. to Tyler Durden outfit here. Yeah, you we know? love it. We love yeah. it. And I so, just need his stole, his, his fur on top of it, maybe that, some high heel, um, that, that, that would just white do it. Um, leather shoes would be good. I'm trying to manifest my inner Tyler Durden. Yeah. I need a Tyler Durden. I'm about to say, Fight Club is one of those movies we, we can watch over and over again and you catch something new. Once yeah. you know what the twist is, then you, you awesome. keep seeing new um, breadcrumbs. Yeah. The next one is Agent Smith with the Matrix movies. Bruce has quite an elaborate idea about Agent Smith. Agent Smith manifests, again, we, I, I keep picking on Devil's Advocate. Basically, Agent Smith is the manifestation of the devil. Uh, basically, we have a world that God created for men, right? That's taken over by the devil once it falls, right? And that's kind of what the Matrix represents. Mm -hmm. And Agent Smith is really that, um, he is that, that being that is governing the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And so he falls once Neo, who's the one, is reborn, mm -hmm. right? And he manifests himself as a Christ-like creature. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I, I, that's, that's a deep movie. Yeah, the first yeah. Matrix movie, yeah. awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, two and three, you can almost keep them. Right. But, um, but really, one kind of manifests the whole thing. I mean, they, they did a good job of, uh, at least to me, I can see mm -hmm. a lot of For parallels sure. With Christianity, yeah, um, within that movie, yeah. So, so Agent Smith was that. He was that manifestation. I mean, he makes a deal with Cipher, who's Judas, mm -hmm. right, um, in order to get him to betray Neo. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that they are finally in that situation where he ultimately kills Neo. Mm -hmm. But when Neo comes to his full glory is when Neo is reborn, right, which is the whole Christ-like creature, yeah. Very, very deep, deep movie. Yeah, layers you know. upon layers. Yeah, yeah, it takes you to the ocean on that one. Yeah. Awesome yeah. movie. Um, the next one is Leonard, and this is one of my favorites, is Memento, uh, played by Guy Pierce um, in Memento. So in Memento, the first time I saw it, before I knew what plot twist was, I felt so sorry for him and so bad for him and, and all that. And then by the end, you realize what the situation is. Um, but the next time I saw it, I really did not feel sorry because I knew that he really lived up to all of the the horror right. that was in his soul. So yeah, he was using his 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 disability, right. if we can call it that, as a way to manipulate people. Mm -hmm. Not only that, I think kind of to manipulate himself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it, and it, it kind of ties into verbal a little bit with usual suspects. Only the disability in Memento is real. So yeah, right, right, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, okay, so we have one of those, we have two doubles. Um, Valmont, which is uh, Vicon de Valmont, played by John Malkovich in Dangerous Liaisons, 1988, versus Valmont, played by Colin Firth in Valmont, 1989. The question is, who did it best? Who lived up to the villainy best? Well, I, it, it's hard for me to go against John Malkovich. You know, like, he has that one part when he uh, is making his break, uh, with uh, Annette Benning. Uh, no, no, no. It, oh. It's it's not oh. Annette Benning. It's um uh, it's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. That's right. Michelle Pfeiffer is the one he's the making the break right. with. Okay. Uh, and actually he's going after Glenn Close. Right. And so and when he's like saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's beyond my control. Right. It's beyond my control. Right. When he does that, it's so cool. Yeah. Malkovich is it. Even the way that he dies, because Keanu Reeves is in that one. Oh yeah, he you is. You know, and uh, the way. Uh, yeah, that's that's the bottom. I, I I can't 
cannot go against Malkovich. Okay. Now, you, which one is your favorite? Well, I like Malkovich, but I like uh, Meg Tilly playing the virgin role in Valmont. She right. did better to me than Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. So that was the thing. I really liked her acting and I felt like she did a wonderful job. So I like them both. They both are the same story but told slightly differently. Yeah, yeah. And there are things to like about both of them. But of course, John Malkovich looks better doing everything. So, yeah. Both movies are great, though. Yeah, so yeah, see both them both, compare them. Let us know yeah. what you think. And finally, we're doing another comparison. Um, the Banishing, which is the American movie, 1993. Barney Cousins is the uh, protagonist, played by Jeff Bridges. So that's the American version. Uh, Raymond Lormoyne is in The Banishing from 1988. It's the French version, or Dutch or something. It's, it's, it's subtitles. Um, and the question is, who did it better? But what, the American one ends, I can just tell you this spoiler, ends very hopefully, whereas the French or the foreign one ends very, um, you know, tragically. So the question is, who did that character best? What do you think? Okay, so um, I think Jeff Bridges did an awesome job with the character. Mm -hmm. You know, he pulled it off. Jeff Bridges is such an awesome actor. Yeah, he is. Because you to get that that's him playing that role. Yeah. It's like that person actually comes to life. Right. You know, I, I've always felt that way. We didn't put it on here, but uh, another guy who just did an awesome job playing uh, a villain is uh, Denzel Washington's oh, Alonzo yeah. in Training Day. Yeah, I hated it. Uh, yeah, it's like, I, right. I do not associate Alonzo right. with Denzel at all. all right. I mean, and that to me, he just got completely lost in the character. So I thought Jeff Bridges did a great job on that. Yeah. However, I don't think um, the way that that movie ended yeah. was realistic. Right. Whereas I think the foreign version of the movie mm -hmm. was better written. Mm -hmm. um, and so... I think the ending mm -hmm. is actually more appropriate right. for the type of movie. Yeah, that and the villainy. I'm yeah, saying and the villainy. Yeah, right, these right, things yeah. happen every day. Right. And so it made it scarier. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So we saw the farm one first. So in our minds, we were kind of looking for a similar, yes. you know, fate, and and it did. It was a lot more Americanized. So. Yeah, it was. And they kind of took the power, the edge out of it. Now okay, um, what did we miss? If you think we missed something, if you disagree with our list, let us know, um, and let us know why. And if you have someone that should be on the list, either the bad guy who didn't live up to his villainy, or the bad guy who did live up to his bill, his villain's villainy, let us know. All right. Yes. Peace out. See you next time. If you like this program, be sure to subscribe for more Blooming Pigeepy fun at www.bloomingpigeepy.com.